0: Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. And today I want to share the story of how I basically manifested and co-created with Source my new life. I know that sounds so simple and so easy the way that I just said it that way, but it really wasn't. It was actually very unglamorous and very challenging manifesting has become so glamorous nowadays. And, you know, there's so many people teaching it and it's like, yeah, just, you know, set your intentions and surrender and then, you know, attract it in your life and poof, here's your new life. It doesn't actually quite happen that way. There's so much of the work and so much of that inner emotional work that you still need to do on your end. Yes, we set our orders, we send them out to the universe, our intentions, our desires. And you know, when we engage in certain practices and exercises, but the law of action is so important that it should not be overlooked, ignored, and just completely avoided. There's so much work that we need to do on our end and it's not, it's not glamorous at all. At times, and so this is a story where I basically I manifested and co-created a new beginning of mine. I basically exited an old life and stepped into a new beginning. And, and as pretty as that may sound, it really wasn't. It was very tumultuous, especially in the beginning. I tend to say, you know, a lot of the times when we're in transition, there's usually this huge explosion, the moment where we leave one chapter and step into a new chapter. Sometimes that explosion isn't as horrible, but a lot of the times it's it's a huge explosion and it is horrible. And there are bits and pieces still, that debris, as I call it, in the new beginning that we still need to sweep away (laughs) and clean up. And even though we're in this new beginning, it's still not glamorous. It's still not all of a sudden pretty. We are still needing to do the work. And a lot of the times, you know, it's healing. It's the emotional inner work as we're grieving that old life, that old chapter. It's the process of letting go of the things that no longer support us in this new beginning, in this new chapter of our life, this new version of us closer to the truest version of us closer and closer and closer to that truest version of us. And so this is a story of where I exited an old chapter, an old life, what it feels like really, and stepped into new, a new beginning. And so part of the story, I will actually read an excerpt from my book, a little bit of grace. This story is about when I had um I walked away from my first marriage and was going through divorce with my ex-husband. I had left the home that I shared with my ex-husband and I had like a couple bags and, and really it was filled with my books and my clothes. And and that was it. That moment when I walked out and it was scary because First, I had to be very honest with myself, with the fact that the reality that I was in and the person that I was, I was not happy with. And furthermore, I wasn't happy with where this was going. It wasn't who I wanted to be and it wasn't where I wanted to go. It was no longer the reality that I wanted to be in. And there were a lot of it that needed correction and improvement, but I knew that there was a lot of me too that needed correction and improvement. And this was part of the work that I'm talking about. And even though that I had started the work years before that moment, this was part of it. It was like the next level to the work that I had been doing. It was applying that work and all the knowledge that I had been learning and consuming the years prior and actually applying it on a different level here now in my reality at that moment. Being honest with myself was the first step. The second step was going, Well, now that I know what I know, this hard truth, what am I going to do about it? And there are two options there. You continue going about that route, about that path, or two, you actually make a change and you do something different to create a different reality, to create a different outcome. And so I chose the latter. And Even though it was this huge, radical change, it was a hard decision to make, probably one of the hardest decisions I had ever made in my life. I knew that there was a gift in it. I knew that there was a blessing in it, like infinite blessings in it. And not just for me, but also for my ex husband and for my son, because I knew that we were all learning this ultimately, right? This deep lesson that had other lessons to it, that gifted us wisdom, joy, peace, and healing moving forward. And so I exited that old life and entered a new one. And even though, you know, here was this great, beautiful new beginning, it wasn't beautiful at all. I didn't feel like it at least. It felt really ugly and uncomfortable and awkward and hurtful and painful. There were so many emotions that came up from sadness to loneliness, to guilt, to anger, to resentment, to just whatever else. I had decided to move in with my dad. And for a handful of months, that's basically where I lived. I had closed my business to focus on my divorce and my transitioning. I was sharing a room with my little sister at my dad's house and sleeping on an air mattress with my son because I couldn't afford anything else. I had no money coming in. I had nothing. I was so embarrassed that I didn't even tell many of my friends, my actual situation, my reality at the time. But I knew intuitively that this was temporary. I knew intuitively that this wasn't going to last long. Uh, This was a transition that I needed to go through. And as long as I did the work and as long as I continued to do the work that I was working on already and continued to apply all of that. Then the faster that this all would wrap up and this new beginning would actually become more glamorous. But for months, sleeping on an air mattress was very humbling. And this actually helped me go in, further in, deeper in, to really dig and do the work. And this wasn't comfortable one bit. This was so uncomfortable. And I hated it, but I went all in anyway. I did it for me and I did it for my son. I wanted to give him an opportunity to be able to see what a healthy relationship actually looked like between two, two people that loved each other, that were in relationship with one another. And this was my chance, but I had to make sure. That I could demonstrate that first with, with the relationship that I had with myself for him. That I could show him what what a healthy relationship look like with yourself. And that that was most important as well. So like I said, I knew that this was temporary. Working with the angels and the masters and my guides, spirit, I knew that this was temporary i knew that whatever i was doing and my work with spirit would really help me get through this and it did and so chapter 20 of my book a little bit of grace this is how it goes my truth is love and this is my story it was time to once again consciously direct the flow of my story i had made things happen before i knew I could make this happen. I knew I had to see clients again full time to help others, but first I needed to put myself together and to create a home. I didn't know how I was going to do this because I had literally nothing but my clothes and books. I barely had money in the bank and I didn't have enough money coming in. I didn't want alimony or child support from Paul nor anything from anyone, but the universe. I didn't need it because I was capable of standing on my two feet and being able to create. It was a stubborn and independent and maybe even prideful side of me that took the reins of this determination. First, I looked for a full-time job. I knew this was temporary, a stepping stone, so to speak, to help me get on my way. After some time searching, I found a job with enough flexibility in time and hours to accommodate me as a single parent. It paid enough and provided benefits. It was perfect. I interviewed and fell in love with the energy of the place. As I left, I felt good about it. And I told myself that I would indeed be working there. The following week though, I was disappointed to receive an email from the director telling me that unfortunately I had not gotten the position. I emailed back and kindly thanked him for his time. I felt deflated after learning I hadn't gotten the job. Disappointment and self-doubt crept in that evening. I felt my heart become heavy as I fell asleep, hoping for a miracle. The next morning, I sat down and proclaimed to the universe that I had had enough of my current situation. I knew I needed to shift the energy. I closed my eyes and went into meditation. At first, I took a look at myself and what I needed to shift in energy about myself that would match the energy of that which I wanted to create in my reality. For the rest of the manifesting work, I visualized in complete detail what I wanted to bring into my world. I proclaimed that I wanted that exact position that I had interviewed for. I didn't care that I had just received a rejection letter for that job. I knew I had the power within me to shift energy and create. I continued along with my proclamation. I wanted a new car I'd feel safe in, my car was breaking down, a new home for me and my son, a savings account that would afford me a cushion and the ability to buy furniture, little by little, and lastly, peace. I wanted peace in my world. I cried and I shouted toward the universe, toward source, toward God, toward spirit, toward my angels, toward the masters, with love and a powerful force that demanded a shift in energy. I felt my whole body warm up and tingle. I was definitely moving something inside of me, thus shifting the energy as a whole in my world. I realized my power and I used it with the full force of that which it is in its entirety, love. As I started to slowly breathe in and breathe out, calming my breath, wiping my tears away, I gave gratitude to those I had summoned, for their constant presence, especially during my heaviest of times, and for never forsaking me. I knew I was in good hands and I felt safe. I had reconnected with my faith. With a little bit of grace, I came back to my truth for that one moment in order to change moments to come in my life forever. As I closed out my meditation, still wiping tears off my cheeks, I noticed I had missed a call during my meditation. I listened to the voicemail right away. It was a director with whom I had interviewed with who had emailed me the rejection letter. Apparently, something had come up and they needed another person to fill the position. He offered me the job and wanted to welcome me into the company if I was still interested in working for them. As soon as the message ended, I started to cry. Could my meditation... My proclamation into the universe had been that strong, that loud, that powerful. My faith, my God, spirit, my protectors, they had never forsaken me before. Why would they start now? And here they were once again, confirming every bit of knowing I'd ever felt throughout my life. This was a turning point. I had changed the game. The outcome was up to me now, as it always had been without my awareness. I'd shifted the energy just like that. It was like magic. It was magic. That was only Tuesday. There are more items on my list that I needed to manifest into my reality and more days left in the week and even month. I wasn't done yet. I was my own master ready to create. Friday evening, I fell asleep talking to my angels, praying to them, particularly to Archangel Raphael. I asked for assistance in manifesting the other items on my list. I needed to get rid of my car. It was not safe to drive, and I didn't have the money to fix it. I needed to find a home, one I could afford, that would allow me to rebuild a new foundation for Keone and me. And lastly, I asked again for healing and peace. I didn't want to hurt anymore. I wished for this for everyone involved. The following Saturday evening, as I sat at my sister's desk, journaling, my dad handed me an envelope, mail, probably another bill. I'll pay when I can. I was about to tear it up, knowing they'd send it again. When I noticed the envelope was lined with emerald green. Archangel Raphael's color. I stared at the envelope a little longer. Hmm. Certified mail from my old mortgage company. Curious, I quickly opened it and pulled out a check for a hefty amount made out to me. It was a payment resulting from an independent foreclosure review done on my home some years ago. What? It's been years since I foreclosed on my home. And this amount, it's definitely bigger than the usual checks people get from unlawful foreclosures. To be sure, I investigated the claim and where it came from. There was a phone number that I called to confirm the check's legitimacy. It was real. The amount would more than help me get back on my two feet. It was enough to afford me peace of mind. I was in awe and almost in disbelief, but I knew this was a blessing from the universe. A few days later, after doing some research, I traded in my car. It was a good deal, and it saved me a lot of money, considering the amount I would have spent trying to fix it. Wow, I'm on a roll, but I'm not done yet. Let's keep going. On to the next item on my list. I meditated every day, sometimes even a few times a day, focusing on those things I intended to manifest and sending gratitude for the blessings I had received the prior week. My life was about to turn around. I could feel debris from the explosion of an old life starting to settle and a new life emerging. I had a new car I felt safe in. I had a job that served as a stepping stone until I could see clients again. With money coming in, I was building up a brand new savings account to help create my new foundation. I was still in search for a home though. Everything I found in the area where I wanted to settle was above my price range. The ones I could afford were located in areas I didn't care for. So I sat down in meditation and focused solely on a vision of my ideal home. I envisioned the ideal location and details of the home. It needed at least two bedrooms to be clean, to have good energy, and to be affordable, at least $500 less than the average rental in my preferred location. A couple days later, as I searched again for the hundredth time, I saw a listing for a two-bedroom, two-bath home, freshly repainted, recarpeted, and redone for the next tenants. It was located in the exact location I was looking for, and the best part about it was that it was listed for $500 less than other rentals in the area. How perfect, but what's the catch? I quickly called the, and made an appointment to see the condo in the next hour. As I walked in, the first thing I noticed was how bright it was. The sun naturally brightened the home and the energy inside felt light and cheery. I spoke with the landlord's aunt, who was present in lieu of the landlord since they lived out of state. Her energy felt warm and welcoming. As I toured the condo, I felt it resonate. This home was exactly what I was looking for. There was no catch. It was going for the listed price and there was nothing more to it. I immediately told her that I'd take it. I left her an application and the next day I was contacted by the two landlords to set up a phone interview. As I spoke with them that evening, it felt like speaking to two friends. We laughed and connected easily. Within 24 hours, they contacted me to let me know they'd chosen me to be their tenant and I could move in the following week. Was it really that simple? Within three weeks' time, I had manifested specific life necessities that I had asked for. Ironically, my son and I moved in the day after Thanksgiving. I felt complete gratitude for the help I had received from the universe, from God, from my angels, from spirit, and from the ascended masters. Once again, my faith had created magic in my life magic because everything miraculously fell into place without a real logical explanation for the timeline of events, except for the work that I had put in during meditations. It validated that I had made the right decision to move on from an old life and that I was again being divinely guided. The rest of what I had proclaimed to the universe that I wanted to manifest and create in my world was up to me. They had helped create the space I needed to work on, the healing and peace I had asked for. I diligently went to work to clean house, my spiritual house, in order to start to heal. In the next couple of months, I created a warm and loving home for me and my son. I did the work to lighten the energy in our space. Doors and windows were kept open, allowing sun to fill the home with light, I asked the angels to come in and serve as protectors to foster love in its lightest, purest, and most beautiful form. Little by little, we put our home together. The loving, peaceful energy was felt by welcome guests that gravitated to it, some staying longer than expected. Each time they left, I cleared the energy and lightened it up even more. I saw clients after work and during the weekends. It felt good to be helping people again. Every one of my clients walked in and gained clarity, peace, healing, and love before his or her departure. For years, this had been exactly the kind of home I'd wanted to create. I vividly remember a day soon after, a unique day of conscious clarity inspired by my son, Keone. His Majesty, my son, and I were enjoying a lazy Saturday morning that turned into the afternoon lying around on the floors of our apartment. His giggles echoed in my ear. I felt his joy in my heart and melted into his gentle, sweet touch and found all the riches of the world in that small moment. It felt so complete. Both of us bathed in love. I wished I could keep him by my side in my embrace under my loving guidance forever. Couldn't we just stay here? In the ether of innocence and purity, and forget the rest of the world? Life paused, and I, for once, felt an awe of how beautiful the stillness was. I reflected on how, after fighting for so long against the flow, I had surrendered by stepping into my power the day I spoke directly to every divine source I was aware of. I felt grateful for the journey for what it had entailed, the beautiful, the ugly, and the in-between, and for where it had taken me, gazing upon my beautiful baby boy. I felt gratitude for the peace that embraced our presence and stilled us, revealing the true nature of life and our beings, strong and powerful, yet delicate and filled with so much love. I felt grateful for the perfection of being able to share that magical moment with him. In that instant, I recognized what life was about, what it meant to be fully present. Keone helped awaken me to this truth, and it forever changed our lives for the better. I will always be grateful for the role my son played and continues to play in my life. I knew the future would provide other adventures, battles to fight, hurt and pain to experience, process and heal, more growth to gain. Insight to learn and work to do. But in that moment, I knew that yes, the peace and love I had sought my entire life was real and there it was making its way into existence in my life. Another wink from the universe that I was on the right path. Challenges need not daunt me. Whenever I needed to, I could return to or create this foundation of love and peace. So that is about the end of chapter 20 in my book, A Little Bit of Grace. And even though that the universe came in and I helped attract help and assistance from source that seemingly dissolved a lot of the discomfort in my life at that moment, keep in mind that I was doing the work prior And that I had just made this brave decision to do something about my unhappiness. To do something different so that I could create a different outcome in my life. I needed to be courageous at that point and I needed to have faith. And there's a lot of work behind that. And even after making that leap, I still had to continue doing the work. Now, it seems like all this magic happened in my meditation and all I had to do was proclaim to the universe, this is what I want. There was so much more more work behind that. There was a lot of emotional and inner work that I needed to lay out in front of me, that I needed to unearth from deep within me and really sit with, really take a look at, be honest with and learn understand and process, put into perspective, and then ask myself, well, now that I know what I know, what am I going to do about all of this? All of this knowledge is great, but what am I going to do with it? How does it become wisdom? By you applying that knowledge. Wisdom is applied knowledge. And even after all of this support from the universe came in, this beautiful and miraculous support that just dropped onto my lap, what it felt like at least. There was still so much work afterwards. I had done so much work that following year, and there was a lot of releasing certain toxic mindsets, patterns, behaviors, and even relationships and environment from my life. There was a lot of hard truths that I needed to really face and then make the decision of, well, now that I know that, what am I going to do with it? If I want XYZ, well, is this going to help me get to XYZ? And if not, then what do I need to do to make sure that I still continue on a path or that I step into a path? that gets me to XYZ. That blessing that fell onto my lap that November of that year really just helped me create more of the time and the space in my life to do even more work. And then upon doing more work, it brought me even more blessings. And from then on, every year as my life has unfolded, continuing to do the work, correcting myself or becoming better here, becoming kinder there, whatever whatever it is, whatever that the work entails, from then on, my life has continued to unfold more beautifully. And it wasn't because I received a check or it wasn't because I got the job. It wasn't because, you know, I finally moved into like my dream apartment. Or finally going on my eat, pray, love trip the following year, or even meeting my life partner the following year. No, it wasn't any of that. It was was making the decision to work on myself and to apply all the things that I was learning in my reality. It was making the decision to commit to the work. It was making the decision to be brave to be courageous, to have faith. A lot of it was finally about choosing me. And even though my life continues to unfold beautifully, I kid you not, I'm still having the human experience, which means that yes, there are still some bad days. There are still some ugly days. I mean, geez, I feel like I just had a bad two years. But here's the thing, you get to this point and you learn how to navigate through these bad days, through these bad months, bad weeks, bad years, whatever it is. You're now equipped with certain knowledge, certain wisdom that helps you get through these bad days. And you allow these days to impart onto you gifts and blessings because yes, even in those ugly moments there are gems in there there are gifts and blessings of love of joy of peace of wisdom of healing that all support us arriving at our highest and greatest and truest version of ourselves this is all part of the work and we are always doing the work we are not able to create and manifest if we aren't willing to heal and do the work that needs to be done, that inner work. If we're not able to work on that, that inner work, then we're not able to work on creating that outer reality. To heal is to create anew and to manifest what it is that you actually desire. It goes hand in hand. It always does. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode this week and that you enjoyed the story that came with it. This was all true. This was all real. And if you want to catch the rest of the chapter and the chapters afterwards, or even the chapters before. That was chapter 20 of my book, A Little Bit of Grace, and you can find it on Amazon if you want, or on my website, divinegracetoday.com. Other than that, I wish you all a beautiful rest of your week, and I'll see you all next week. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, trance medium, and channel. And I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, DivineGraceDay.com, for more information. See you all next episode.